Welcome back to another devotional in the book of Proverbs. Today, we are in Proverbs chapter 29, where we will end the Proverbs of Solomon. And we will continue to focus on a lesson that we talked about in yesterday's chapter, the fear of man. To fear Yahweh instead of fearing man. So if you've already prayed on your own, and if you've already read Proverbs chapter 29 on your own, then let's dive in. Well, this is it. This is the end of the Proverbs of Solomon. This is the last chapter. Remember that Solomon wrote 3,000 Proverbs in his life, but the ones that we have in front of us are the ones that God has sovereignly ordained to be found and included in the Bible that we have in front of us today. Also remember that these are the Proverbs of Solomon, but found and arranged by Hezekiah's men. And in the last two chapters, which we'll look at tomorrow and the day after, Proverbs 30 and 31, we will see two completely new authors. Really exciting. But for now, in Proverbs chapter 29, we continue with a list of Proverbs directed towards kings. These are pieces of wisdoms and expectations from a father to a prince's son as a father prepares his son to become a king. Who is the father we're talking about here? King Solomon, talking to his prince, son. King Solomon, who we'll later see in the book of Ecclesiastes, will fall into the very dangers he warns against. But we continue to see a list of dangers and warnings to kings in this chapter, but we will focus on one that I think is particularly uh, important for us to look at at the junior high level. Fear of man fear of man so let's read our verse for today proverbs chapter 29 verse 25 it says this trembling before man brings a snare but he who trusts in yahweh will be set securely on high we learned yesterday that this fear of man can be so crippling that the wicked even become paranoid worrying that someone might eventually figure out and find out their sin. They become so paranoid because of the wicked have chosen to not fear Yahweh. They continue to fear man and in doing so choose a life of much more than just paranoia. You see, when you fear man, you become like man. You become like the world. You adopt the same desires of this world. You will want to be anything that this world tells you to be. And that is a scary place to be because we know that this world is on its decline headed towards destruction. It is becoming more and more wicked and corrupt every day. The fear of man is subtle, but it will seek to destroy you completely. What is fearing man practically look like? It is to fear what other people might think of you rather than fearing what God might think of you. It is to choose a way of living that is aimed at pleasing man and gaining the approval of man instead of pleasing Yahweh and gaining his approval. Do you do this? Do you so clearly see what God wants from you, but because of your fear of man, because of your fear of what others might think of you, you choose wicked way instead of wisdom's way? 
I love the example we see from Jesus in the book of John. After just healing a man, a crowd around Jesus had become so enraged at him that John 5.18 says they wanted to kill him. And in John 5.39-44, Jesus says this, You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. It is these that bear witness about me, and you are unwilling to come to me so that you may have life. I do not receive glory from men, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God in yourselves. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe when you receive glory from one another, and you do not seek the glory that is from the only God? Jesus sets the ultimate example for us today. One commentator writes, He does not set before himself the idea of pleasing people, but that of pleasing the Father. Therefore, it is nothing to him whether people praise him or not. He does not receive the glory that they might wish to bestow on him. Jesus doesn't care that these people are enraged over the miracles that he is performing. He doesn't look at their anger and fall under pressure. His actions and desires are not dictated by the unwise and the ignorant. His only desire is to please the Father. And if it pleases the Father, this is what he does, despite what others might think of him or do to him. But we also see that because of these people's fear of man, even though they are literally seeing Jesus Christ in front of their face, even though they know the scriptures, their fear of man has blinded them to believe in the one true God. They are too blind to believe. One writer says, because they feared man, they could not believe Jesus. They listened to love and heard hatred. They looked at safety and saw danger. They stood before joy and felt misery. They were offered life and preferred death. To fear man is truly a dangerous thing. And unless you do something about it now, you will be enslaved by it for the rest of your life. But there is hope. We see back in Proverbs 29 verse 25, the solution to this problem. But he who trusts in Yahweh will be set securely on high. Trust in Yahweh and you will be secure. Trust in Yahweh and you will be safe. Do you truly trust him? Or are you like the people who while seeing Jesus in front of their faces, they were too blind by their fear of man to believe in him and to trust in him? Let the word of God direct every decision you make in this life. This is the only thing that is true and pure. While the world will lie and turn to its evil ways, the word of God will stand firm and stand true forever. Do not fear man, but fear Yahweh. That is Proverbs 29. I'll see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 30.